Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. And today, uh, we're going to kick off a special series of Chicago's Legal Latte podcasts focusing on bankruptcy. Uh, over the next seven weeks, we'll take a, a deep dive into bankruptcy options and actions for both individuals and businesses. And in light of the economic and jobs impact caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, this has unfortunately become an all-too-real option for many people to consider. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and today I welcome Attorney Tim Hughes to the podcast. Tim has been with us many times before. He's a shareholder at Laval Law and leads their bankruptcy practice group. Um, good afternoon, Tim. I'm looking forward to sharing some time with you over the next few weeks. Well, thanks for having me, Jim, and look forward to uh, talking about this uh, topic, although it's sad for the national economy that it's going to be uh, uh, rising so much. It's a necessity. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. Um, obviously, you know, we've been at this a few months now in terms of dealing with the with the pandemic. It's starting to have significant impact. Um, are you seeing more people start to come to you with questions about bankruptcy? Uh, definitely, yes. A lot of people are inquiring what's going to happen when funds run out or if the uh, job that I had doesn't reopen soon. Uh, nationally, uh, consumer bankruptcies are down, but that's because of the uh, unemployment uh, and stimulus checks and uh, kind of forbearance or moratorium on uh, some creditor action. But uh, on the corporate side, uh, Levens have been skyrocketing because uh, they're not protected by uh, consumer rights as much as uh, obviously individuals are. Yeah, and we're going to talk about a lot of different aspects as we start the series today. Um, we'll focus a little bit on consumer, but we do want to talk about Eleven and some of the others. Um, but let, let's, from a consumer perspective, you get to call someone comes to talk to you. How, how do you help someone determine if, if bankruptcy is a is a good solution for them? Well, find out what's prompting them to call and come in and talk to a bankruptcy attorney. Is it uh, just general pressure of, I don't know how to pay my bills each and every month? Is it harassing phone calls? Is it a lawsuit? Is it a garnishment on a paycheck or a bank account? You know, what is causing them to have uh, the stress that is causing them to seek bankruptcy to get a fresh start? And when we talk about personal finances uh, and some of those pressures, um, if someone does need to pursue this as an option on the personal side, is there just one bankruptcy option or are there different types? Uh, For individuals, there's typically two types, Uh, uh, liquidation, which is a Chapter 7, and that sounds terrible, but uh, for most individuals, that's the way to go because it's quicker, simpler, easier, and uh, just less pressure and gets you the fresh start uh, within about three to four months. However, there's reasons for somebody to say, I can't do a seven or I, or I don't qualify for a seven, therefore they do a Chapter 13 where they make payments uh, pursuant to a plan that's approved by the bankruptcy court, 
and that addresses their creditors, both secured, priority, and general unsecured. And usually they're paying a fraction of what they would be paying over the life of the plan, which could be anywhere from three to five years, if that individual or uh, couple has debt that exceeds the limits of the Chapter 13, then they'd be uh, forced into a Chapter 11, which is a grand-scale uh, reorganization. But uh, mm -hmm. that's for typically corporations, and Congress uh, earlier this year recognized the need to uh, help small companies with Chapter 11s, but we'll talk about that on a different podcast. Yeah, excellent. And and there's a lot of uh, details around these. You covered a few there, but let's let's kind of walk back and take a look first at Chapter 7. You mentioned that as a kind of a complete liquidation. Talk about the process of Chapter 7, what it's like to go through. You made it sound like it was fairly quick, but what's the process and what ultimately does the consumer walk away with once it's complete? Sure. Uh, it is quick because from start to finish it can be just over three months that uh, a couple or an individual comes in and should point out that if a husband and wife uh, uh, are having some financial stress but all the debt is on one spouse, I'm not going to be a, a sexist and say which spouse uh, incurred the debt, mm -hmm. uh, only one of them would need to file maybe. Uh, but to get back to your question, if that individual or couple filed bankruptcy today, then they would have a uh, receive bankruptcy protection immediately. It's called the automatic stay, and that protects them from creditors' actions. Then under the bankruptcy code, they would have to meet with a trustee, which um, for the Northern District of Illinois on any bankruptcy cases filed on or before October 10th, is going to be telephonic, so uh, the mm -hmm. client does not have to travel to the county uh, courthouse to meet with a trustee with uh, 40 to 60 other people who are filing bankruptcy. They can phone in to the trustee about 30 to 40 days after the filing of the case, and from that date with the trustee, the case stays open for just another 60 days for some uh, other steps that I don't want to get into too much detail because we've only got 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> then after that, 60 days comes and goes, they get the order of discharge. So theoretically, they could be in and out of bankruptcy in 90 days. Okay. And in that Chapter 7, are all debts automatically wiped out? Or I, Again, I'm sure we could get a lot of details, but in, in general, is that sort of a complete sweep? It, it's depending on the nature of the debt. Um, if a mm -hmm. person has a mortgage and they want to keep their house, then they got to keep paying the mortgage. If they have a car and they want to keep the uh, car that has a car note payment, they've got to keep re, uh, paying on that car note. If they have certain tax debt or priority debts, uh, domestic support obligation, that's going to survive bankruptcy. But typically all credit cards, um, uh, medical bills, old income taxes, and other kind of miscellaneous debts would be discharged. Uh, student loans, there's a presumption that they are non-dischargeable, so 
the individual or individuals filing would have to convince the bankruptcy judge that repayment of that student loan would create a uh, kind of certainty of uh, uh, or show a certainty of hopelessness and that it would create a hardship where they can't sustain the normal um, uh, lifestyle. We're, uh, we're talking with Attorney Tim Hughes of Lavelle Law today. We're talking uh, about bankruptcy as we start a special seven-part series um, here on Chicago's Legal Latte uh, Bankruptcy Solutions. Uh, Tim's a partner and shareholder at the firm. He's been handling bankruptcy claims for, you know, oh boy, three decades or so, I think, and uh, doing uh, very diligent work for his clients over those years. You can give him a call at 847-705-7555 to ask questions that, that we can't get to today. Um, you talked him about chapter seven uh chapter 13 is the other i would say predominant uh, form of consumer bankruptcy what what are the differences with a 13 in the 13 um when i summarized the seven it was file meet with the trustee uh wait 60 days and uh case closes up i didn't mention anything about making a payment to a trustee to then uh, have that trustee pay to uh, creditors pursuant to a court-approved plan. Uh, in the mm-hmm. 13, you've got a court-approved plan that addresses your creditors of uh, all types secured, which uh, is the leading kind of cause of somebody filing a 13, that they're behind on their mortgage because of a job interruption or whatever and fell behind, you know, uh, a dozen mortgage payments. Kind of tough to catch up and make 13 mortgage payments in one fell swoop. So a 13 would allow that individual to spread out that mortgage arrear over a three- to five-year period where it's then economically feasible to cure the mortgage arrear, save the house, and address other claims. A car note would likely be paid in full during the three to five years of the bankruptcy uh, Chapter 13 case, but if the car note exceeded the life of the plan, then uh, that individual would typically just pay the car note, what's called outside the plan, but technically it's in the plan because you're saying I'm going to pay the uh, car note directly. Uh, And that way the 13 uh, saves the vehicle or vehicles. Uh, The 13 can be used to pay 10 cents or some fraction of general unsecured debts. Priority debts would have to be paid in full, but a creditor like the IRS may have uh, three categories of debt. They may have secured because there's some federal tax lien that's now attached to the house or some other assets of the uh, individual. Priority, meaning that uh, 2019 and 18's taxes um, uh, have to be paid in full, but then there could be uh, taxes that could be dischargeable. Uh, 2015 and earlier could be paid, uh, you know, pennies on the dollar through the Chapter 13. Um, a student loan could be handled uh, via just making minimum payments while trying to save the house or other reason why that individual or a couple came in to see me. Now, um, before I let you go, a couple things I want to talk about. You've talked about different assets and things that uh, can be protected or saved under certain circumstances. I, I, 
didn't hear anything about uh, savings or retirement accounts specifically. Um, are those protected in any way, or are consumers expected to dig into those to help uh, alleviate some of the debt they have? Uh, the retirement accounts, the 401K, the IRA, that is for the future. That's a recognized savings that shouldn't be tapped into to pay the Visa or MasterCard. That uh, 401K or um, IRA is meant for somebody's retirement. It shouldn't be getting tapped in and in recognition of the nature of uh, retirement accounts, Congress and uh, the guys and gals down in Springfield uh, have exempted retirement accounts. So if you have 100000 200000 and IRAs or 401Ks, you can keep that throughout the bankruptcy, whether it's a 7 or 13. But to do so, you have to claim the exemption and to claim the exemption, you have to disclose that you have that asset. And, of course, you always want to disclose because that's the uh, uh, one of the primary obligations of an individual mm-hmm. or a couple filing is uh, cooperate with the trustee and list and answer everything. Uh, Tim, we've got just a minute left here, but uh, you've, you've exposed some fairly complex uh, items here and things that uh, – can provide relief, but have to be done a certain way, done properly. If people have any thoughts at all, they're concerned, maybe they're even looking down the road and seeing potential problems, does it make sense just to sit down with uh, someone like you and have the conversation to sort out what their options are before things get too bad? Definitely. Uh, we offer a free initial consultation, and in that we find out whether we can help an individual, and sometimes we can't help them until certain steps are taken, and that may not be for eight, nine, ten, or more months down the road, but they get the information and then they realize, hey, I shouldn't tap into my 401k or IRA uh, because I'll have to pay the IRS 10 or a 10% penalty plus the income tax. So um, getting knowledge about their situation is always good. Well, uh, I want to thank Timothy Hughes of Lavelle Law. And again, we're going to talk multiple times over the next uh, seven weeks here on Bankruptcy Solutions, part of the Chicago Chicago's Legal Latte podcast series. Tim will be back, as will some of the other attorneys from Lavelle Law. But in the interim, uh, 847-705-7555 is the number to call to get some assistance. Visit LavelleLaw.com. There's a bankruptcy practice group page there where you can learn quite a bit. And we'll look forward to sharing more podcasts with you in the weeks ahead. Thanks so much for listening. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.